Welcome to Boomtown, the official post-show recap podcast for Boom Pro Wrestling. My name is Marta Wesselhoff. Joining me as always is the man himself, Wild Eyes Travis Woloshin. Hey everybody, how's it going? So good to see you, Travis. Uh, you. I I would like to jump directly into this show, our mm-hmm. February 18th beer battle. Uh, this... This show was, I think, the best boom show so far. I know I say that about every show, but this was such a fun show. Yeah, so I had a, a friend in the crowd say the same thing. Uh, yeah, the, the the first annual, we should give it the, the, the proper name, yes. first annual uh, Coco Harriet Women's Invitational. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, all women wrestling. Yeah. Some incredible, incredible wrestling yeah, happening. First time we've had people coming from, from outside of uh, Vancouver, outside of Lower Mainland, so... It was a big, uh, exciting thing for us. We're always trying to try something new. Yeah, and uh, and uh, it, it was a blast. Another fun one. So let's do it. What do we got? Let's get into it. So our first match of the evening, immediately getting into it with just a, hard, a couple of hard hitters, we've got Nicole Matthews versus Amira. Mm-hmm. Um, Amira is from Portland? Oregon. Oregon, Oregon, I thought. Yeah, um, yeah. I believe so, yeah. Just... Such a fun match. Yeah, um, she's got a lot of star power uh, to her. She she uh, she's super polished. Uh, we should mention who uh, it, it wouldn't be a woman's invitation, a woman's event without uh, everybody's favorite woman in uh, Boom right now, and you can tell by the chance that she got. But yeah. Susan, uh, Susan herself uh, came out and uh, introduced Amira, so that was uh, a nice moment. Introduced her as her fellow Golden Girl because Amira came out dressed in gold. Um. Yeah, and uh, Nicole was looking to add to her list. I could have, gosh, you know, I've said this before. I could easily give Nicole match of the night every time she comes out. I uh, My favorite part of her, I look forward to it every time now. I mentioned it last show, is when she gets someone stuck up in the ropes there and then just starts leaning those kicks in. And I uh, I had commented on something uh, um, online about how I love how this time she did these little demure poses like, oh, who little old me? I'm on yeah. someone's chest. It really, really she got really hammed it up this match. And it was so fun to watch. Like she was getting. So Susan came out. There was a chant for Susan. Nicole gets mad because Susan hasn't earned the chant. Um, she gets mad about the bell ring. She doesn't think it's a good bell ring. Makes, uh, right. makes it get redone a couple of got times. On, our, on our Magnum yeah. Mal Roach, our pal Magnum Mal Roach doing her. Her uh, 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 debut as a ring announcer. Yeah, uh, she's really great ring announcing. Yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah, um, yeah. This this match, I I wrote down that this is brutal blood sport was one of the things I wrote down. Uh, these are just two hard hitters. Nicole Matthews, we've established everyone's afraid of her, including people like Brady Malibu, yeah. um, as they should be because she is she's a powerhouse. Yeah. Um, and, and then she's... we've got Amira, who's just. She's fast. She's strong. She's got some. She's mad ripped. Yeah, and it just like appeared she... on. It just appeared on AEW Dark. Um, so, uh, again, somebody who's a, really a, a star on the rise. And look, I, we always kind of do this. We put a, a peel back the curtain a little bit. That hit list that Nicole has has made. That's a legit mm-hmm. list of people she wants to work with. And Amira was uh, was on that list. And yeah. Amira got added to that list. Her name was crossed off after this. That she did, and did in a in a tap out from Amira. That's right. Yeah, right. the the crowd hated it. There were boos all yeah. over the place. Yeah. All Matthews is celebrating, but yeah, she Amira yeah. gets knocked out. Um, yeah, so then... that's yeah. But, but that's uh, interesting that Nicole's uh, 
interest like in the in the January show or the pardon me the December in the January show the uh, uh, previous one she was against Miles Deville and came off a bit more because uh, Miles can play it up uh, a little dastardly at times too so uh, you know Nicole was definitely a little more in between things but yeah they were not fans of hers today yeah, going against uh, Amira. Yeah, she was leaning really hard into the the kind of comedic heel angel, which, angel, angle. angle. She's a comedic heel angel as well. Pop it out. Yeah, comedic heel angel, done. Nicole Madden's <laughs> call me, I'll do your merch. Um, and it was, yeah, she was just so much fun to watch. Yep. I loved watching this match. Yeah, um, great opener, hot opener. Really great opener, really great way to set the tone and the energy for this show. Mm-hmm. Um. And then we're getting ready for our next match. Yeah, and before I before that match started, I had the uh, honor, I guess, <laughs> to of uh, you know misfortune might be a little better way to say it of of having to introduce the uh, current fifty percent. Well, at that time, fifty percent owner of uh, pro wrestling uh, to everybody's favorite Robin Thicke song. Um, you know, your pal and mine, Kyle Fines. Uh, thoughts, Marta, on this guy. I mean, every time I see Kyle Fines, I just, like, I don't know how the feeling of disgust can be a physical thing, but it's it's just, like, my skin crawls, my hair falls out, my hair is turning gray, because every time I see Kyle Fines, wow. it's just, it, it ages me, ah, and I'm a very young person, yeah. so it's, it really just ages me, and he comes out in a in a bolo tie yeah like yeah like yeah how would you describe that look he's like a man he's all in black in a bolo tie it uh, was like somebody who saw a picture of johnny cash and said this is what i can pull off yeah that person is just a big old dweeb yeah yeah um, right right but somebody just loves granville street you know what i mean granville street yeah. on the weekends yeah that's yeah it's like a walking cigarette is kyle finds how i would describe him pardon me whoa oh whoa. my what? what? I could not stand by and hear this slander against your 50% boom owner. How did he get this? How, how did I get this? You're on the boom Zoom account. Right. Right. Yeah. And I have an audio alert set to every device in my home that if it picks up anybody within a 20 kilometer radius mentioning my goddamn name, then I appear. Right. All right. Well, yeah, we've uh, talked about you multiple times on this podcast. Kyle finds everybody. It's just, Kyle finds. It's just been a, a bridge too far, I guess. Sitting here in the VIP area of a Jola B chicken because it's so hard to get in. And I get in. I get in. Doesn't matter what location it is. I Did get you get in. the peach mango pie? Because that peach mango pie. I'll get one. Okay, I good. Want. But I'll tell you something I won't do is wait in line because I'm a VIP. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I hear the two of you. You know, basically my employees at this point uh, can trash. And I'll tell you one thing. I'm all for freedom of speech, okay? You know, I'm not some 1950s madman who doesn't let the lower class speak their minds. I allow it because, you know what, it keeps you complacent. Hmm. So At least you're you're transparent with your strategy. I like that. Just yeah. know, though, that there are consequences to your actions, All right. and those actions and the consequences they cause make me appear like a wild Pokemon. Well, okay. So well, you're just going to be here the whole time, then, because we uh, mentioned Well, you. I need to make sure that, once again, basically my employees uh-huh. stay the course, talk about what matters, 
aka the proper narrative of this event. All right, there we go. That's where I thought he was going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let the people know at home, the boomers, mm-hmm. that it was a great show. We got more great shows coming up. Maybe not the next show, but what, just keep going. All right, all right. So, yeah. I, I, so, yeah, I can't imagine why you're not excited for the next show, but we'll get to that later on. Um, uh, so, yeah, you, we're talking. We're, it's, it's it's nice that you've shown up here now because right at the part where you, you I, I make my introduction. I uh, I call you out. Um, and you, uh, you had a, a few more, um, shares than you've had in the past. I know this. And not only did I have more shares, but Max Mitchell decided to slight me by not even giving me a share in color. He got it to mm-hmm. me in black and white. So I now have, like, how immature do you have to be? Like you lost that 25% fair and uh-huh. square and you give it to me in black and white. What portion of the will be rolling be... over in his grave right now if he saw that we were using color photos? All right. So Shaquille O'Neal is alive, to well, be clear. Fake news, but whatever. I'm trying to figure out. Okay, we'll post it on his connection account. to stocks. But is that, uh, does that hurt the validity of them? What do you think? I, I think no at all. I think it's just. You were younger, Travis, back in 1943. And you got black and white comics during the week. Yeah. But then on Saturday, you got a full color spread. Which one felt better to you? Well, Saturdays are pretty good. When you were watching, uh, what was it? Uh, Bailey, the military guy, and Marvel. Beetle Bailey. Beetle Bailey. Beetle Bailey. All of the comics that dealt with the Great Depression that you yeah. lived through, Travis. Right. Yeah. The and- color... I mean, I liked Marvin it's a lot. That's a little more for a reason. It's why Chacal O'Neill R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. sells printers with color in them. Right. Is is Chacal O'Neill your stock guy? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Is yes. This is okay. Yeah. No, I thought I was not speaking about Shaquille O'Neal. I have a guy who deals with all of my printers at you my had, office. You had a Chacal O'Neill. He also died, though, in a horrific printer accident. Oh, I God. I should have cleared that up earlier. I Start apologize. Getting a glimpse I don't apologize much. Psychosis here. That I'm makes so sorry for your stuff. loss. Um, okay, so. Please, move on. What, what is it? You and Taryn came out here and. Looking yeah. great with all of our shares. Taryn looking yeah. like a million dollars. I, I, I do. I did make a note, and I do want to say that Taryn came out in, I don't know if it's it's brand new, it's new to me, the the new leotard uniform that she had on. It looks really good. Yeah. Looks fantastic. Looks yeah. great. Uh, Taryn's, yeah. a, Taryn's a star. Everybody's walking around in, like, the TV show version of the Power Ranger outfits. Taryn's wearing the motion picture outfit. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, and we all know how good the motion picture was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the top-rated movies on IMDb. Okay. What is IMDb? That right? Internet movie data days. I see. It's a site I, I run on GeoCities. I thought it. I thought that was the festival you run for it. Inter, internet movie data days. Just well, over a weekend. Yeah, we do have a day where um, uh, it's like uh, for 48 hours, we get a bunch of sweaty, gross movie nerds into a theater in Austin, Texas. Right. And we just pump up the heat and we watch a bunch of really nerdy movies Shit that people haven't seen before, like uh, Kurosawa's assistant, DP's assistant, hair and makeup, directed a movie in 1972 
that's all in Simish. And I, I show that and then, Sim- you know, like Edgar Wright. Yeah. And then Edgar okay. Wright shows up uh, with some new fucking dorky movie. And uh, yeah, just a bunch of uh, okay. Harry Noel's is there. Um yeah, just a bunch of big, fat, sweaty men packed into a tight theater in Austin, Texas. That's the uh, Internet Movie Data Days, which was based on the uh, website I ran on GeoCities. All right. Well, it sounds like you've got a lot going on. I don't yeah, know why I'm sorry, like you. I don't know why you're, with one. I don't know why you're so unpopular, man. That sounds awesome. It yeah, sounds pretty cool. I don't know why I am too popular, but continue. I, lo- I love Harry Noel's website. Isn't it cool news? Um. So Kyle comes out. I took I took a note. Um, our friend Sean Halloran has a great sign that says "Kyle finds parks in the bike lane." Ah. Um, really ah. solid. So put your it, uh, four ways on. It's legal. Right. Yeah, someone's I, done their homework. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're you're good at traffic, I guess. Um. So things escalate pretty quickly. Kyle, you go back to the bar, and you we've got a new, brand new bartender at Boom, Todd. Great guy. Yeah. Young young gun, young buck, really big great bartender. Dude. Big dude, tall guy. Big dude, but very tall, yeah. And you just go right in, and you start beating up on this helpless bartender. Yeah, this was, uh, I thought a little out of line. That? What was that all about? There was no inspiration needed. Look, after last month, a.k.a. the January 31st New Year's Eve show, where I single-handedly pinned Cat Power and gained a full 50% ownership of Boom Wrestling, Mm -hmm. I promised the people that I would bring in a premium price for the premium entertainment that they were watching. $4 beers is not premium, okay? You go to a bar in your local town that charges $4 beers, you're going to get salmonella poison, okay? You don't go to a bar and go, oh, wow, $4 beers. What bars are you going to? I'm sure they clear out their lines every week like they're supposed to. No, no, no. You go to a bar that sells $10 beers, like uh, Joey's on Burrard. For those people who don't know it, Joey's on Burrard is one of the top restaurants in Vancouver. I (laughs) believe it is Michelin star rated. Uh, Uh, Yep. Yeah, that that's the fire fire company. Right. I, I said that like Mitch and Lane okay. rated. Oh, these course. two guys, Mitch and Lane, who love going there. Anyways, I Joey's heard from a little birdie that Todd and the other bartenders were still selling beers for four dollars, even though I specifically told them at the beginning of the event beers are ten dollars. I had to make an example. I had to show the employees, my employees, that insubordination will not stand. Todd was made an example of. He is no longer with us, job-wise. He, he, he's I, alive. I thought, he, I thought you killed he's him. He's alive, no. yeah. Unfortunately, we do not offer any medical, so he had to, it came out of his own pocket, because that's how Canadian healthcare works. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You pay for all of it out of pocket. Pay for all of it. You know, I hope for Obamacare one day, but here we are. And I had to let the rest of the employees know, boom, that uh, I am your 50% over. Sorry. I am your 50% owner. Please edit that in instead of what I said before. No. No, you're an ober, buddy. You're an ober. And that I will not stand for that disrespect. Moving on. Yeah. So I I guess that's what happened. Um, Yeah, he really got a woman. 
from yeah. and Tara. And yep. Tara really leaned into yep. him and uh, had to have really a show. Well, as you know, as a professional wrestler myself who is 1-0 and after beating Cat Power, yeah. I am not afraid to get physical. And I had to with Todd. Even though he was bigger, maybe stronger than me. We wish him well. I get a chance to fight back. We'll put a link to his GoFundMe for those bills. Yeah, we, we yeah, put a card yeah. together, the booth yeah. staff. Yeah. So I'm glad for that. But we get we get someone stepping in because Max Mitchell, had, it has been established. The, the other 50% owner, Max Mitchell, was very badly injured at our New Year's show. Mm-hmm. So he had to stick behind the bar. His doctor has advised that he cannot get in the ring. He's got a, a neck brace on. Um, very rough, rough looking for Max. So who steps up to speak for Max is the woman who, in her own words... Max owns fifty percent of the company, but I own a hundred percent of Max, so I'm taking charge. Stacy McLaughlin, the wife of Max Mitchell, yeah. steps up wearing a beautiful zebra skin coat, <laughs> um, and she proposes. Power a, suit, I'd call. I'd, I'd I'd say, yeah, yeah. She's just looking very powerful in general, yeah. um, and she proposes a uh, a new kind of theme for this show team Kyle versus team Coco Coco being of course the name of Max and Stacy's child mm-hmm. um the winner of T- team Kyle versus team Coco the winner takes full financial control of the company uh so every match one wrestler gets to be team Kyle one wrestler gets to be team Coco whoever gets the most most at the end wins um and Stacy had the stipulation that if Team Coco wins, Kyle has to bartend at the next show. Um, really big stipulation for a man who I do not believe has ever set foot behind a bar in his life. I don't believe that he's ever done any form of restaurant. Not a lot of retail or, yeah, yeah, or service industry. So, that's just, so that's a good hunch. Being able to, this is a pretty big step for, you know, Mr. One Percenter Kyle finds himself. I guess Mr. Fit, Mr. Two percenter, or like it's changed. Yeah, it's changed. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so that Kyle was a nice. Yeah, yeah, it was a good wrinkle. Um, Kyle, immediately you, uh, you, you called dibs on. Nicole this Max. was shrewd. I give you that. That was a smart move, my friend. It was a smart rude Nicole move. Yeah, Nicole Matthews already established as a winner, so already Team Kyle is one, one point, point for Team Kyle. Um, and of course you, uh, you team up for the next match with Taryn from accounting. Your your go to wrestler uh, mm-hmm. your number one woman and stacy picks for her wrestler taryn from accounting's sister calamity kate yeah comes in um and this brings us into our second match so calamity kate i had a lot of fun watching her a lot of a lot of flips a lot of cartwheels a lot of twirls just having a very fun time mm-hmm. um crowd was having fun too I was having a lot of fun. One of the first notes I took was that they they really fought like siblings fight. Yeah. A lot of slap fighting, a lot of pushing, very, you know, that rough and tumble kind of fighting that you only really get when you are fighting with a sibling. Yep. Um, Kate uh, says that she's going to tell mom on Taryn for what she's been doing to her. Obviously, that's fair. Um, And then at one point, uh, Calamity Kate challenges you, Kyle. To a beer drinking contest. Care to call? Uh, we're gonna see. First of all, thank Chuck you for first. finally unmuting me. I've been screaming, screaming, yeah. trying to get a word, and muted me this whole time. Thank you for finally giving me a chance. 
Yeah, look, this Calamity Kate, Taryn's sister, who I I had no idea that that Taryn, my employee, had a sister, which I ask all of my employees to tell me what their sibling's situation is, always. I know Travis has 12 sisters. We all know that. Yeah. Yeah. Why he is. I'm I'm basically Barry Egan in Punch Drunk Club. Why he's wearing one of his 12 Mickey Mouse sweatshirts. But... I was a little upset that Taryn didn't disclose to me, but at the same time, Taryn in the ring, we had a quick chat. She let me know that the reason she didn't tell me that she didn't have a sister is because she doesn't respect her sister. And honestly, as soon as she came out, I understood it. This woman, Calamity Kate, you know what? I'm I'm not too big to, to say, yeah, great wrestler, fine. Uh, I, I've heard of her. I've seen her wrestle before. She's fantastic. But, like, the lowest common denominator type of person this woman challenges me to a beer drinking contest mm-hmm. and as i said i i it's been a bit since i was in college back in toronto ontario which is a great city for all of you people in vancouver canada fantastic city you can all complain about it even though you've never been there before and what was, and the college was you went to there again part of me what was the college you went to? I saw for college. It's a pretty big deal. It used to be haunted. Not a big deal. What? I see. I see. They filmed Police Academy 1 there. Whoa. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, Legacy. This woman challenges me to a beer drinking contest. I haven't done it in years. She obviously has some sort of drinking problem and just starts going to town. Also, I think they added extra CO2 to my beer or something. Mm-hmm. Something behind the bar. They did something to the beer. I mean, I've you opened the beer yourself. I mean, legally, they shouldn't have allowed me to do that, but, right. um, and we'll talk about that next time. Okay. But, yeah, you know what? Sure, I lost the beer drinking contest, but then what, please let the people, what happened next, what she did. What This person who, again, is a contractor, not my employee, because we brought her in specifically for the show. Tell the people what she did then. I... I, I want to go back to the beer drinking, though, Kyle, because you mentioned that you couldn't, you know, there was extra CO or CO2 added to your beer. You took a tiny sip like a little baby, mm-hmm. okay, look. like a little baby bird, and then you looked like you had just drank paint dinner. I Have you ever drank beer in your life? Look, I am more of a... Corona Light Man. I'm more of a Stella Pint Man. I don't go to the type of bars that let you chug beers. Yeah. I go and to... They have laws against it or, or regulations? You know, I don't want to get too into the okay. bureaucracy of it all, but I go to nice restaurants and bars, wine bars, that, that don't allow you to do that. So I'm not used to these days chugging beer like that and also everybody knows that our stomachs are not properly evolved to handle hops come again hop handle hops is an unnatural ingredient to beer and it Um, upsets the stomach i don't know that i agree the the beer that we get is really good like it's crap that's the you'd have to show your sources on that one we got places strange fellows like there's there's good beer yeah. So I don't... I'm not poo-pooing on it. Okay. okay. I would never poo-poo on something. So, end of this match. Yeah, please, continue. Uh, I, we don't need to... Let's gloss over this. Yes. That's... Uh, end of this match was... Uh, I ended up being a victory for your side there, Kyle. 
Uh, yeah. So right away, you were up to Zep. And, and, you know, as I said, Calamity K is a great wrestler, but guess who's better? Taryn. In every... I guess we saw that. Every, uh, you know, five-tool player. And yeah. uh, I had no doubt at any point. Um, I will mention that Calamity Kate also put her hands on me. So I don't know if we'll ever see her again in a boom ring. Okay. Uh, because I don't, you know, I don't appreciate having hands put on me. Unless it's a big old hug from my best friend, Taryn. Okay. I mean, you did call yourself a professional wrestler. And I think in order to be a wrestler, you have to be okay with other wrestlers touching you. When? It's not like a mental chess thing. Listen to me. I didn't have my boots laced up. I wasn't told that this was a wrestling match for me. In this aspect, I was a performer, not a wrestler. All right. If you give me notice that I will be wrestling a match, I will be ready to have hands put on me. And guess what? I'll put hands on you and I'll pin you cleanly. One, two, three, as I did Cat Power on December 31st. Do you think it would have been easier from you if you had put on socks? Because someone from the audience did throw oh, a gift-wrapped right. pair of socks into the ring for you. Beautiful, some sky blue socks. Do you think that things would have been a bit, you would have felt a bit more prepared if you had indeed been wearing socks and not just been stinking up your shoes with your bare feet? You listen to me. When I find out who threw those baby blue frilly socks into the ring, with an expertly written greeting card, I will have them tarred, feathered, and strung up from the ceiling of the upstairs Legion boombox because the disrespect that that person showed me, which led to the disrespect from the boomers in the audience, is something that I will not stand for. You do not walk into Elon Musk's office and throw a hairpiece at him. You do not walk into Mark Zuckerberg's office and throw human things at him. I know you do explain why I don't wear socks. Yep. When you have the money that I have, you don't need socks because you don't sweat from the feet. Oh, you... Man, okay. you're, you're giving little, me all sorts of new facts today. A little contrary <laughs> to what I was smelling yeah. in the audience, yeah. but, you know... That's, anyway, that's your opinion. Well, I know some of you the know, members like, in the audience are. Yeah, you, know, you mentioned that. You, you know, mentioned we're gonna that. We're going to put up a sign at the next show for that, like we're at a Comic Con. So, yes. well, I, I know, noticed that. That yeah. Speaking of uh, people in the audience, towards the end of this match, after Tara did one, Kyle, you noticed someone in the crowd, right in the front row. Cat Power, she's in the audience. You're upset because you fired her. She's not fighting. She has watching the show. Yeah, I'm upset. Do that. Yeah, I'm upset. Why would I not be upset? This is a person who I beat once again, one, two, three, by myself, clean and easy, easy like Sunday morning by the Commodores. And I see this degenerate who I let go from the company, who is one, not fit to wrestle, two, not fit to be in the boom box. And three, just an all-around piece of garbage coming into my business when I specifically told people that she should not be allowed in. She should not be allowed in. Yeah, I'm upset. Yeah, I was upset, and I'm still upset that she was allowed to come in. 
I don't want her enjoying it. I don't know. I think Max might have given her a comp. She said she well, bought a ticket. I doctored. I, I doctored. She, she showed. She held up a ticket. No, ticket. I know. I, I know that. that, was that was a big moment. moment. Yeah, I was I saw you because it's yeah. all online. Very sales. quick to help her out there, yeah. Wild Eyes. That's my idea. I talk about that later when we're off the air. Clarified things, you know. You were you were asking about what she was doing there. She we figured it out. She had it. But listen, I'm a nice guy. Nobody's ever said otherwise. I let her stay. Sure, but <laughs> okay. I let her stay. Anyway, of no concern to me. All right. Sure. Anyway. Okay. Well, that's that's. Big of you, I guess. Um, anyway, Terry from Counting, uh, Kyle's carries Kyle backstage uh, like a baby, um, holding him in her arms. is very sweet. Uh, like a, a Pieta. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So now we are at Team Kyle to Team Coco nil. Um, very, very upsetting to see um, for those of us on Team Coco. We jump right into match three. We've got Kikio fighting for Team Kyle and Rose fighting for team coco um all right are you ready are you ready marner you got you, you got your helmet on you strapped in i got my helmet on i'm ready this is wild eyes match of the night <gasps> i thought this was great man they had the they had the place eating out of the palm of their hands and these are two people who uh were debuting for us uh mm. um each of which just really they really fed off of each other rose and kikio uh, I know Rose has uh, Rose comes from the island. Kikio comes from the states. Um, this is a real uh, nice kind of David and Goliath uh, type uh, dynamic. Um, I thought it was great, and the huge pop at the end um, that that uh, you know shook the boombox because they wanted that. They were hungry because we should mm -hmm. skip. I mean, you can tell us how the things went, how things went, but um, yeah, that ended up being one for uh, Team Coco. Yeah, a win for Team Coco, which was great. A really fun match to watch. We've got Kikio, who's just like a monster heel. Mm -hmm. um, and then Rose, who's, she's an underdog. She's a baby face. Um, yeah. And she's got something, man. I'd like, that's the first time I've seen yeah. her. I know that she's uh, uh, been wrestling on the island and, and has worked uh, shows here in Vancouver before. This is the first time I'd seen her work. And uh, I think she's got a, a real star power. Um, and she's one to watch full show. She really does. She, yeah, she's so much fun to watch um kikio is just she's a powerhouse for yeah. sure yeah. um unfortunately we get some more interference from kyle fines here um at one point kikio starts distracting the ref kyle comes in and he starts holding rose's head on the ropes i saw that too basically well, hey, if, if, thank you again for letting me be unmuted but i just want to state for the record that kikio asked me as a professional, you know, I have a lot, I wear a lot of hats out there. Owner, professional wrestler, manager. She asked me to be in her corner because she didn't trust Rose because we've all heard rumors of Rose cheating. At one point, Rose decided to walk along the top of the ropes. Like I said, I don't have a rule book on me right now. Yeah, like a big old circus freak. That's not legal. You can't do that. So I asked her to come down. I asked her to come down from the ropes. Luckily, Kyoko helped me bring her down. Afterwards, you know, the wrestler who I was in the corner of was doing a perfectly legal move to Rose, and I decided to go over to Rose and tell her I didn't appreciate her breaking the rules. It looked like I was choking on the ropes, but I was just speaking very closely to her. I brought her head closer to my mouth so that she could hear me over the nasty boos that people were throwing her way from the crowd. That's uh -huh. all I did. 
They right. weren't throwing them her way. They were throwing them your way. I just you can mute me that. again. I'm done. Okay. Well, he's muted. Um, so despite this this very illegal interference from Kyle Fines, who will not be unmuted um, for some time now, uh, Kiki, uh, Kiki was playing cheap. Rose has got Moxie. It's one of the notes I wrote. Hmm. And Rose Sorry. manages to take the win. Yeah. Uh, great. Great. Underdog uh, win. Spinning DDT off the uh, middle rope, followed by a Canadian yes. destroyer. Uh, huge pop. Crowd was way behind that. That reminiscent of some of our, our biggest pops that we've had at, at the Boombox. That was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really great to see. Um, everyone's happy. Finally, Team Coco's got their first point. They're on the board. Yep. We're on the board. Um, so our next match comes out. Team Kyle, we've got Tara Zep. Tara Zep immediately terrifying she's got incredible face makeup she's half skull um she's got her chair out with her barbed wire on it just just she is ready to come in for the kill stacy mclaughlin comes out and says hey you know what kyle if you've got firing power i've got hiring power so she introduces the new unpaid intern for boom Boom pro wrestling and rehires cat power there we go to the ring um, Kyle's screaming, so I'm just gonna unmute him. Thank you. I well, I want, I want to be able to put my words together right now, but I just had some PTSD, mm-hmm. which is a recognized medical thing. That is true. So, the <laughs> I want to start this by saying that I respect Stacey McLaughlin so much more than her husband Max Mitchell. It is so nice to finally have an adversary in the ring that can actually keep up and who doesn't just wear his pajamas in the ring. That's a a good point. He could, he could, he could doll up a little bit. You're right. You run a company, Max. Put on a dress shirt, for God's sake. Anyways, I respect Stacy. I do not like her, okay? For several reasons. One, she's married to Max Mitchell. Two, her baby seems very boring, and it's her fault. I would, I would strongly disagree with that. We don't, we, we've listen. I'm very much against people coming against, like coming for the children involved in boom wrestling. People come for the Archduchess, usually Brady Malibu. Later on, we'll find out Kyle also. Now you're coming for a literal one year old. Whatever. Can't. I haven't seen the papers that says that she's one. Anyway, oh, interesting. Oh, okay. I, well, they got a lot of How stuff for us to, to is, look then? into. Show me your birth certificate. Come All on. right. Okay. Okay. Where's your pay? Got it. Truther. So, yeah, Stacy somehow being smarter than Max Mitchell, I say somehow, but obviously easy. He, I'm uh, sorry, she found a loophole that she could hire on Cat Power for zero pay because apparently Cat Power likes getting beaten up that badly that she was allowed to come in as an intern, unpaid, to fight Tara. And let me tell you, I was so excited for Tara's debut match in Boom Wrestling, in Vancouver Pro Wrestling, and to have it sullied by that disgusting piece of commercial drive trash, Cap Power. I just, please, keep talking. I just need a second. Yeah. I mean, first off, nothing wrong with commercial drive. We we have our matches on commercial drive. Yeah. Many people involved. Cat Power lives on commercial drive. I live off. If I could drive. strap the commercial legion to a car as if I was in the movie Fast Five and drag it down the highway over to Dunbar, Carisdale, UBC, Kitsilano, I would do it. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Okay. okay. 
Okay, we know where you stand on the coolest Vancouver neighborhoods for sure. Um, so we get into this match. Kat has had it. She has been dealing with a lot of abuse from Kyle Fines. Um, so she comes in and she is ready. I, I do want to give a shout out to Kat. She does this whole match in jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Because she just jumped out of the crowd. So very, you know, that alone yeah. is very difficult to do. Shows you how much uh, she ter- cared, man. She shows how much she cared, yeah. Uh Tara's up. She's she's gotten a lot of cheap shots in, but she's vicious. Mm-hmm. She is she does not hold back. Um we get another moment in which Kyle Fine starts distracting both Kat and the ref from outside the ring. Taryn from accounting comes in, slides a chair in for Tara Zep. Right. So Kat gets hit with the chair. She gets pinned. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, under, like a, yeah, underhandedly so, as you mentioned. Very unfair. Things go up at three. Team Kyle at three, Team Coco at one. Yeah. As but we go worse. to intermission. Yeah. As we're, we're about to go to intermission. Before we go to intermission. So one point, so Tara's up. She's got a very cool costume. The top part of her costume had some sweet like chains on it that she had taken off and thrown out of the ring at one point. Um, as Tara is being claimed the winner, Kyle finds these chains that Tara has taken off her outfit and comes in and starts choking cat power from behind with metal chains. Yeah. Um, and so Ter- Taryn from a county comes in. She starts walloping on Cat, uh, and she starts setting it up, setting Tara up to hit Cat with a chair. This is just so. You want to talk about things that should be illegal? Walking on the tightrope yeah. gets you upset, yeah. Kyle. This is assault, mm-hmm. uncalled for. What you've done. This is horrific to watch. It's absolutely chaotic. The crowd hates it. The ref is not doing anything. Not enough. Um, Stop these guys. Kyle finds his possibly about to murder somebody but who comes in to the ring carrying a full-size not broken in kendo stick kendo stick yeah but izzy mcqueen the goblin king she runs in she breaks it up she's swinging the stick around it's absolute madness yeah when you think about what happened that may have been one of the most important things to occur in uh the events if we had lost cat there who knows how this night would have finished up yes yes with an uh, ambulance, probably. Possibly. Uh, it was brutal. Yeah, I'm sure, Kyle, you've got some way to, I don't know, stand up for yourself in this situation. Well, uh, yeah. I think it's pretty obvious if you look at the tapes that Cat Power, time in, time out, has hit me with stunners, slaps to the chest, kicks to the chest. I have been assaulted so many times by cat power that I can't even count them on my beautiful hands. Mm. All right. And the one time, the one time I see cat power in the ring being devious against Tara Zep, and I decide to help her out. First of all, we slid the ring. We slid the chair into the ring to give Tara a break to sit down on it. All right. Oh, and it was on. very obvious that cat power tried to assault Tara and she was just defending herself. Oh, come on. That's not. We we saw it. We were there. It's Listen, on video. It was a Catpower is an unpaid intern. She had no right being in the ring. All right, interns should not be in a professional wrestling ring. That's for professional wrestlers. Catpower at this point is not a professional wrestler. She's an unpaid intern. Whatever happens in that ring, you know, I'm sorry. She should she should have read what she was signing. 
So anyone who's not a wrestler who gets in the ring has the right to be attacked. That's what you're just just to be very clear on your stance on this. Have you watched every person who ran into the ring in the nineties? That's a good point. That's yeah, that's a good point. Make a really good point. Really good point. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I I said well, we could probably get that message out. We should say with that particular message from Kyle, do not run into the ring at any time. No. No. All right. Yeah, we used we've established this. Yeah. Um, we go, we're team Kyle's up three to one. Going to intermission after this beatdown. Um, yeah, we take a quick uh, break just so everybody can, uh, you know, get their legs under them. At least they last while they while they can still get some of those four dollar beers. This could be their last mm-hmm. chance. Um, yeah, uh, crowd was having a good time. Felt like a good buzz at that time. Uh, yeah, it was a great buzz because we were winning. All right, right, right. All right, Marta. Yeah, so we we jump in post. Uh... Post intermission match number five, Rhea Von Slasher versus the Goblin King, Izzy McQueen. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really fun match. A lot of anger right off the bat. Yeah. Um, there's also a lot of multiple kind of false one counts happening. Right. Um, just, just a lot of running around. Izzy's getting tossed off the top rope. Even the ref is looking upset at the the amount of hurt that's being put on Izzy McQueen. Right. Uh, right. I was upset. We love Izzy McQueen here. Yeah. 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 She is a boom, boom box favorite for sure. And this is the first time we've seen, first time we've seen Rhea, uh, uh, in the boom box. Um, but this was, uh, yeah. Hard hitting, as you said, um, Izzy worked her ass off. Um, Rhea has proved that, that, you know, the, all the time that she spent, uh, on the Island and beyond, uh, has not been a waste. She's uh, she's a force to be reckoned with. Um, yeah, that she is. Uh, but yeah. by the end there, uh, Izzy manages to to pull off an, uh, a victory for Team Coco again. Another huge. The crowd was uh, in love with her. Uh, so that's yeah. awesome. Uh, so great to see. Be. Yeah, because um, they know that uh, you know number one, we the, uh, Team Coco needs victories. Number two, Izzy uh, Izzy's uh, a person is really easy to cheer for. So I was really happy for her getting that moment, and for yeah, it was great that uh, Team Coco uh, yeah. got a little closer. Excellent, really, really excellent match. Really great win. Um, congratulations to Izzy. So now we're at Team Coco two, Team Kyle three. We're starting to get a little caught up with Team Coco. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting ready to set up our next match. When who do you announce to welcome into the ring, Travis? Brady Malibu. Yeah, and Malik Mello. Yeah, we hadn't had a women's wrestling match, but of course, Brady Malibu's got to stick his face in it. Yeah, I gotta say it did feel it did feel pretty good to say the former Vancouver City. That's true, Brady Malibu. And that's uh, true. Yeah, him and Malik uh, entourage was only too deep this time, but he came out to make an announcement. What was that, Mario? Yeah. So uh, first, first off, he made two announcements. One of the announcements was that he didn't see one hot chick in here. Bank to differ. We've previously established that there is, in fact, some sort of a vampire gl- glamour at yeah. the Legion that makes everyone in the boombox extremely hot. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. The way that, because you'd mentioned Kyle, seeing him gives you great hair. So it's like it almost kind of evens things out for you. It does. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's like a... Listen, you do what you can with the Crypt Keeper, but you can't always make him hot, you know? That's right. And that's kind of my, the vibe I feel with Kyle sometimes. Okay. Um not that he looks like the Crypt Keeper, it's just the energy, you know, Crypt, big Crypt Keeper yeah. energy. A lot, of, um, a lot of morbid puns. Yeah, yeah a lot of morbid puns, a lot, of, a lot of cackling. Sure. Yeah, we noticed yeah, that. There was yeah. a lot of cackling. At the... A lot of cackling, yeah. All right. Um, so Brady comes in, and he's 
unhappy about the fact that the entourage does not have any representation at this match. So he makes our uh, our, our contender for Team Kyle, Zoe Sager, becomes an honorary member of the entourage. Um, yeah. Zoe Sager making her yeah. the, the intangible Zoe Sager. Intangible. Making her uh, yeah. her debut for Boom as well. Uh, again, somebody who just feels like a star when they come out. Um, really nice, yeah. Uh, kudos to Brady for uh, making this pickup. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, she's doing great stuff at, at Love Pro Wrestling in Edmonton right now. She's their champion. Um, so, as I, again, uh, somebody who, who feels feels like a big deal when they walk into uh, a wrestling ring for sure. Absolutely. Um, so our match six, we've got Zoe Sager versus for Team Coco, a favorite at the Boombox. Liza Hall is the here. Rain uh, City Stretcher. The Rain City Stretcher. I personally am a huge Liza Hall fan. She's one of my favorite wrestlers in the city. She's so fun to watch because she just puts everything into it. Um, right off the bat, Zoe's getting in a cheap shot on Liza Hall. Um, yeah, Brady that's... slams her. Or he give her a DDT. And yeah, he gives her up. a DDT. Malik Damn. jumps on top of her. Drops that elbow. Drops that elbow. Not off the top, thank God, or that could have been thank lights God. out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so Liza was up against it early uh, here mm-hmm. again. Also, yeah. How can you not be a big fan of Liza Hall? She's yeah another another one to watch um, and is doing great things here and uh, south of the border as well. Um, yeah, man, this That's one was back and forth. You could yeah. really uh, see two guy, two um, two gals. Pardon me, at the top of their game, uh, uh, right from the start. Like it, it felt like, uh, okay, we've got uh, these are these are the big kids. They've been doing this for a while, and and this isn't the first time they've worked together um, either. So uh, you know, uh, obviously, we got another. Like, look, uh, we were we've said it before. We get embarrassment of riches with uh, the talent we get here, but especially uh, tonight in terms of match quality, every. Everybody bought their work boots because, uh, you know, you could tell they were all pretty jazzed about the fact uh, what what kind of show we were having. Um, and this was no exception. Absolutely. Now, so, Travis, you'll have to correct me because I am still, as we've established, relatively somewhat new to the wrestling world. I know some of the names of the moves. Mm-hmm. Am I correct? Did I see Liza Hall hit Zoe Sager with a pile driver? Yeah, look at Tombstone pile driver. They got Tombstone reversed two or three times. They went back and forth. That was you know, I, I think I if I'm I'm not 100 percent sure, but that may have been the first uh, pile driver in Boom Pro Wrestling uh, I, it, history. I think that it was because yeah. I turned to my husband and we both made eye contact and both said, was that a pile driver? And at the same time, yeah, it was pretty he great. Was shocked. He didn't even know that they were legal anymore. Yeah. Um, and that was a great. So. Tra- yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big uh, uh, strength spot from both of them because they, they yeah. swept back and forth. Um, Yeah. Again, like it could have easily gone with with this for match of the night as well. But uh, yeah, uh, really, really great I, stuff. Yeah, I think this might have been my match of the night. I will say it's yeah. so much fun to watch. Um, yep. Well, the final match I think might be mine, but we'll get to that shortly. Um, eventually, Liza takes the win. Zoe taps out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, now shame, no shame in stretching out or tapping out no for shame. the Rain City stretcher. No shame in tapping out. Anyone would. Um, mm-hmm. We've seen some of the best do it. So now we're at an impasse because Team Kyle's got three points and Team Coco also has three points. It's tie. Yeah, not so, that time. I was just going to say farewell and, you know, kind of put back things back to where they were. You know what I yeah. mean? Like everybody. But, uh, you know, Kyle wasn't happy with that. And uh, it was my show. Thank you once again for unmuting me. Yeah. It was my show. And everybody knows that home, te- home team advantage wins the tie breaker. 
So okay, I don't know why we established he doesn't think that's true. Um, so yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. Is it home team advantage? Does the away team get the advantage? Um, there's only perhaps one person in the world of Boom Pro Wrestling who could make this determination. The crowd rises, they salute, they bow, they curtsy because the Archduchess of Boom Pro Wrestling has arrived. Yeah, I was given a note. I was given a note that that she that I had to announce her to, to solve this chaos because mm-hmm. uh, it felt like we were really at a, an impasse, a stalemate of sorts. Yeah. Um, and you know, she starts to make her entrance as she always does. Yeah. With the pomp and circumstances uh, that I feel she deserves. She absolutely deserves. Yeah. However, uh, Kyle <laughs> felt like he would uh, kind of speed things up a bit, grabbed her, and you know, and just kind of whipped her around. The child takes too long to get to the ring. And also, please explain to me why everyone needs to stand for a child who is under the height of four feet and expect the people in the back to be able to see her. Uh, We cannot see her from the back. That is quite true. But it's a sign of respect. Please explain Uh, to me how that's supposed to work. So you're supposed to see the small child? Okay, so you vote for kneeling now. That's your choice? Okay, so Kyle finds things that we should no, deal with. Okay. What I Got think it. you should do is I think everybody should stay seated and actually everyone should be given a hat to put on. Right, right. So extra yeah. uh, different. Put your hats on. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the lead in. Not over your hearts. Yeah, okay. So we, we don't want to, you know, get into the whole hats of the Legion thing. We That feels very disrespectful to our venue. All right. Um, We've definitely lowered the fedora count in the last yeah. while, so that's good. That's that is you know who would allow it to happen a more affluent uh, neighborhood. That's all, all right. I'm going to say. Okay. 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 Well, that's uh, that's that's for you to well, say. Please continue. So, oh, yeah. thank you so much. She she comes out. She takes the mic and she announces in really using her diaphragm. Uh, yeah. That she, there must she decrees. Be, she decrees that they there must be one more match. Mm-hmm. And she hands me the details, and it's revealed that uh, there will be one final 15-minute Iron Woman match uh, where as as many falls as you can get uh, in this time. Uh, and each time a fall will fall, the price of beer will go up, whether it's Team Kyle or Team Coco, by $1. Uh, will either go up or down uh, for, for each yeah, fall. depending on who gets the pinball. Yeah, so uh, and uh... Uh, she decrees that it's for Team Kyle, your, uh, your you know, your right-hand woman there, Kyle, your your accountant, yep. Taryn from Accounting, which is- She's you know, fantastic. Couldn't have been a better- Faith in her. Couldn't have been a better choice for you. And of course. lo and behold, we find out uh, her opponent, who now has, well, I mean, she's got a, she's nursing that, that arm, an injured arm, as we could see, but mm-hmm. is now in full gear, in full cami yeah. gear from Street Fighter Two, looking incredible. So good. Full disrespect to Kylie Minogue. Full disrespect. <laughs> I guess. I, I mean, I thought about it that way, but I understand. That's a, it. It sounds like something you'd see at uh, IMDD, IMD days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. IMD days. Um, okay. There's an uncut version of Street Fighter where uh, Raul Julia doesn't look depressed while filming Street Fighter before he dies. So, yeah, we established each pinfall is going to change the price of beer by a dollar. Uh, this is a no DQ and falls count anywhere. Yeah, I believe Kyle game. made that and made that uh, alteration. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Look, made that. I actually did that to make it a fair fight because as you have seen in past 
uh, wrestling matches for Boom. Cat Power cheats. But here's the thing. Taryn from accounting... Look, ugh, it pains me to say this. Cat Power is a great pro wrestler. A great pro wrestler who has been beaten by me. Taryn is a very clean wrestler. And I know that she could beat Cat no problem, but I wanted to give Cat a fighting chance because I kind of felt bad because she apparently like tweaked her shoulder in the back or something like that for that match. So oh, in the back. I, actually, I wanted to give her a chance. So I knew that if she cheated during the match, she would lose a couple of points. And I just wanted it to be a fair fight. So I thought, you know what? We'll, we'll lean it more towards Cat's side of fighting with oh, that's dirty. Disgusting, that, wow. underhanded, uh, wow, that act despicable, of charity. Um, give yeah. me more adjectives. Sure. No, well, I'm just, well, whatever you want to call that act of charity, yeah. if that's what you want to refer that's to. That's what it was. It really may have bitten, you may have bitten you in the ass, uh, Mr. Fines, as uh, things played out. You know, hit you in the ass with a kendo stick, <laughs> um, <laughs> which we'll yeah. get to. Um, uh, so this yeah. is a heck of a match. Yeah. And this is a no DQ. So to clarify for the people who are not... Uh, Wrestling professionals, DQ, disqualifier. Mm -hmm. That anything can happen. We can use our weapons. We can get people running in and helping out. Anything could happen here. Someone could get stabbed. I hope not. Mm -hmm. But it, Are you thinking some of our viewers thought DQ stood for, oh, they're going to bring out their claim? Everybody going to yeah. have blizzards? Up yeah, knowing, knowing yes. our crowd? Mm. Knowing our crowd. Okay. The point of Boom Pro Wrestling is that we can get people who I don't do wrestling to come in. Blizzard? I have a lot of friends. Who didn't know what a DQ was, and I had to explain it to them afterwards. I become the they're so dumb they don't even know what a Dairy Queen is. That's how dumb they are. Okay, well, I don't know what a McFlurry is. Kyle, you look like the type who would exclusively order a Dilly Dally bar. Because yeah, and I order on Uber Eats, and I pay all of the fees so that I get a fifty dollars Dilly Dally bar, and it's fine because I can afford melted by the time he gets home. It's not. It's about being able to afford it. Right. Okay. All right. All right. And sometimes you can look so, out with sticks and get you a free one, too. So That's Any true. Rest. That's true. So we get into our match. This fight starts instantly. Kat gets Taryn right out of that ring. She's going to make use of the boombox space. Um, Kyle starts interrupting. And he's I had like, to. Kat, I had to. Sure. Sorry. I have, I have so... No, look. I'm not sorry, but I'm going to interrupt you very quickly there. I had to call for some sort of order because I swear to God... Cat Power had a look in her eye that said, I am about to commit a felony. And mm -hmm. guess who's on the hook for that felony? Not the guy in the neck brace behind the bar. Not the woman who's still breastfeeding that supposed one-year-old baby. But the 50% on who shows up day in, day out, cooks the books, books the wrestlers, pays for those $10 beers, which they should be, books that crappy venue, me. And if she is the one who hurts Taryn, that's on me. And it was nuts. She had a look in her eye that said, I'm all do it. Sorry, what was it that she said? She had a look in her eye that said, I'm all do it. I'm all do it? I saw that. I saw that too. I mean, I won't. I mean, for the replays. To there was, there was a sure. fire. You may be hyperbolizing a little bit, but she, she was fired. I'll throw fake words at me. Okay. Okay, uh, it is a real word, but so uh, as we mentioned, mentioned this is where the this is where the haunted call it. This is where 
uh, the kendo sticks made an appearance, and ooh, doggy, you 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 took one to the back there, champ. I gotta say, ouch. That I mean, that looked like a yeah. full on cat powers fault. If she had just stayed where she was supposed to stay and take a kendo stick to the face, like she should, uh-huh. as an unpaid intern, uh-huh. you know you got to work your way up. Right. Sometimes, as an unpaid intern, you know the saying goes, you know. To work your way up to the top, you got to get hit in the face with a few kendo sticks. Kendo sticks, yeah. That's the famous saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that was in That's Wolf true. of Wall Street. I thought it was yeah. in How to Win Friends and Influence People, but go ahead. It's in all, it's in a lot of things, you right. know. It's it's a very common thing. Power flipped me around, and Taryn, one of my closest confidants, had to watch herself hit me on the back. Hmm. And as hmm. much as it hurt me, it probably hurt her more. And I'm hearing that she's still trying to get over the devastation of watching her hit her boss with right. a kendo stick. Yeah, nobody nobody wants to hit their boss. Nobody wants to hit their boss. That's true. Nobody That's wants true. to hit their boss in any capacity. No, never has what happened. Would that bring to you? Could you imagine lying awake knowing that you hit your boss with zero repercussions? That would be awful. Absolutely awful. I, I some of us have again, bosses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting take. Yeah, it's uh, Please. yeah, we get we get this this fight uh goes to the bar at one point. Kyle, you try interfering again, and we get Cat's kind of famous. She's ready to give you a chest slap. She shushes the crowd because she wants us to hear how hollow your chest sounds, your heartless chest, presumably, mm-hmm. and it sounds cavernous. It is. Hello. People like the, like the mines of Mira. I'd yes. Say. Yeah. You dork. You yeah. frickin' dork. Do you mean the minds of Moria? Moria, pardon me. Oh my Thank god. You, you Were you confusing Mithril? Oh, okay. uh, no, the stork yeah, and you're right, you're the right. other dork. Yeah, absolutely I did. Look, I just want to set something straight. December 31st, 11.15pm, Cap Power ripped open my shirt. I have yet to be able to repair that shirt. It's in such bad state. She tried to do that again. I would not let her. I could not let her rip another shirt. Could I afford it? Yeah, sure. But it's the principle that this lowly piece of scum would tear apart my expensive Saks on Fifth Avenue outlet shirt with her bare hands. So I, being the gracious boss that I am, opened it for her, Mm. thinking maybe this person will have a change of heart and take the high road. Guess what? She didn't. Yeah. And once again, quite the job. Slapped me across his chest for the second time in two months. It was the greatest pain I've ever felt since the season six finale of Lost. Right. I was really? thinking, you know what it was? I was combining Minas Tirith into Mirith. Oh my God. Listen, we've established, Travis and I have established, we've both read multiple books about Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. We know what we are. And right. we're fine with that. Right. Uh, who reads books anymore? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, people uh, who didn't go to haunted colleges. Yeah. Anyway. They have ghost um, tutors. Right? Not all of us had ghosts, uh, you know, peer uh, yeah. editors. Anyways. So, Catch Ghost uh, College on Netflix, streaming now. <laughs> I would watch that, actually. Sounds like a great show. Um, it has talking puppies in it. Oh, all right. Oh, of course. Talking. It's ghost buddies. Um. So all all the while, all of this violence is happening. We've got this fight moving basically around the entirety of the boombox. 
people are standing up people are walking around to follow the action it is chaos in the best way the crowd yeah. is getting really involved and really hyped up for this yeah um all the while we've got tons of different pinball pinfalls happening and yeah. the price of beer is consistently fluctuating i'm happy I to announce yeah, I want to give yeah. you huge credit for being able to keep track of that. Yeah. I felt like I may have screwed up at one point, but I think we, I think now I'm going back over and I got everything um, right. Yeah. Which I know because I wrote down all of the beer price, price fluctuations. Thanks. thanks. Um, yeah, did it get as high as $7 at one point? It's, uh, no, six is the highest six, it got. Six is the highest it got, yeah. In quick succession, beer, beer's putting us at the baseline of $5. This is the order of price changes of the beer. Five six five four five four five four three four five six five six five six five six five four three dollars to land. Oh my gosh! Yeah, what a finish! Where when yeah. she had got she had point... it down to four dollars, and we knew that time uh, there was uh, only thirty seconds left, and she made sure to find you, uh, Mister Fines, and let you know that 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 wasn't how that this night was going to end, and she hit her finisher, which is a, a crazy great shit. I wish I had the uh, the name of it in front of me here. Um, like sit down. I hate to say it, it's called the Barbie Crusher, and I hate that I know that. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, because I'm a great pro wrestler, I've avoided it. Mm-hmm. But but uh, my, I don't know if that was kind of a backhanded uh, compliment or whatever to Miss uh, Taryn from accounting. But That's an she did be backhanded compliment. Okay. Yeah, I, I would also like to give a quick quick shout out to base uh, jumping to the beer prices, ignoring Kyle entirely. Um. At one point, when the, the first time the beer price went down to $3, uh, there was a guy in our section who ran up to the bar, cash in hand, yeah. bought yeah. as many $3 beers that he could carry, and just started handing them, them out to people in the audience. That's Such true. a kind move. Yeah. So I yeah. don't know who you are, sir, but yeah. you, that was yeah. very nice of you. Uh, I'm doing drive February, so I couldn't take advantage, but my <laughs> friends and the husband did. So thank you for that. And I'll just interject and say that at one point when the beers went down to $3, I quickly thought about our bar staff and how they would be overwhelmed with already drunken, uh, crazy fans. Then I tried my best to block them, to prepare the bar for this onslaught of just disgusting poor people that were about to pour in. And what did I get for my efforts? Power picked me up and dropped my back on the corner of the bar. Ouch. Yeah, that that's did not what I get for like trying to be a good boss. It seemed like that wasn't what she meant to happen. I it feels like she was trying to put you on the bar. I don't know if that was. I that, think, but she was trying to do that, and then during the move realized she could probably hurt me more by doing that, mm. and went ahead and just dropped me because that's the kind of awful person she is. I wouldn't. What have I ever done to her that would make me deserve being dropped on my back on a bar? You they literally won- tried. You literally tried to murder her. Yeah, you the fired same her. Night. You fired her from. Fired her. Uh, the... Choked her with a chain. Right. Uh, I mean, if if there's anyone who should have some sort of grudge towards Kyle Fines, I would put yeah. that power on the top of the list, man. Yeah. So dramatic. All right. Who's All right. All right. And so. Well, we get yeah, we move on because that's the end of the show, man. The, uh, the yeah. crowd is loving it. We finish with three dollar beers. Place Cat power cold. wins. Yeah, absolutely. Team Coco wins. Team Coco wins. Disgusting. Yeah. Which means not only do Max and Stacey now get to have full financial control of the decisions, but in our March show, who gets to bartend? Mm-hmm. But Kyle finds we're going to see you behind the bar the whole night. And, and like, uh, it is 
I, first of all, don't have smart serve. Second of all, serving it right. Serving it right, yes. I, I'm oh, is that what you call it out here in the in the Thunderdome that you call British Columbia? Because where I'm from, Ontario, yeah. Toronto, Ontario. Yeah, you mentioned the largest that. city of Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah you mentioned smart that. serve uh-huh. because you serve it and you're smart. It's a real quick uh, I mean, uh, online uh, serving it right sounds like the giant tiger version of smart serve. Not sure, a giant tiger. I, again, we're going back to. Oh, well, I tried to use like fire reference, but none of you people would get that. Okay. It's like a farm boy, right? It's like, uh, I don't know, what do you people have out here? A Whole Foods? I'm not Safeway? sure. Safeway? Sure. Where do you guys buy crap from? 7-Eleven. Welks Mart? No, okay. Yeah, Welks, the Welks. grocery store. Welks. Shout out to Welks Mart. Great songs. Stongs. Anyways, yeah, now after... Obviously, watching Cat Powered Sheet in the ring, she had already pinned and knocked down Taryn from accounting, did not give her any time to recover, which I believe is the unsung rule of an Iron Man, Iron Woman match. No. I don't think anyone sings. And decided to hit her with her finisher, Barbie Crusher, which should be outlawed. It's a disgusting maneuver. Uh, it, it was definitive. I'll, I'll say that. It brings me down to, first of all, $3 for the rest of the night. We lost so much money at the end of the show. And people are, oh, but the fans were happy. I don't care. I do not care. Mm. I do not respect our fans. I mm. do not care about them. And seeing the way they look. That's clear. Seeing the way they dress. Mm-hmm. Seeing the way they smell. Mm. It's awful. Huh. You've seen the way they smell. That's yeah, that's how strong it is. Wow. Do they have stink lines? Yeah, cartoons. I've never experienced that. But and I sent just a bunch of pig pens out there. I slid into the ring at the end of the match to plead with Cap Power to not beat up Taryn from accounting after the bell had rung. Right. Taryn was incapacitated. Yeah. And I brought a chair into the ring in case mm-hmm. Taryn was tired and needed to sit down. Was it again? Want her to have any CTE? Uh. I don't know anything about yeah, it, but no, those were like side effect of that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think you may have experienced some uh, during this match as well. Or my trouble. Oh, yeah. Izzy, the Goblin King, for no reason, I, I've never done anything to her, comes into the ring, takes away the chair, helping my wrestler, hits me with a move, and then Cap Power... Even though the match is over and I'm not in pro wrestling mode yet, I haven't laced up my boots, hits me with another move, completely knocking me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you were uh, out for a while there. Nobody helped. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, 30 minutes yeah. was about the time that you were... Finally rolled out of it. Like, they had started taking down the ring around you. It was, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean... It felt like a lifetime. Anyway. Yeah, and it, and it did seem like, uh, yeah, we we did kind of gl- gloss over this, but there was a point when you were trying to convince Kat to come over to your side, um, and she tried to take you down. There were three times. By the third time, you were speaking just complete gibberish. Yeah, yeah, it looks um, like your your it was, it was cerebellum was. We were with uh, Sash and Sahel, the, the yeah, man from similar. Malibu. We'd yeah. seen he, he had a similar head trauma vocabulary issues after vocabulary issues yeah so some aphasia going on how how are you feeling now in terms of your brain injury kyle i you can't currently see me right now it looks like my camera is off for this call but yeah 
I have now left the Jollibee VIP area and I'm sitting in the dark in my hotel room because I only live in hotels. I see. And that's all I can do now. I can't I can't watch uh you know the live cast of Joe Rogan anymore. I can't watch my YouTube clips of Jordan Peterson. I haven't been able to check my phone to see how Andrew Tate is doing mm. because bright lights hurt my eyes and they hurt my head. And I'm going to say this right now. Cat Power, what she did to me, will not go unpunished. Mm. I am still the 50% owner. Yes, I cannot make any financial decisions. Yes, I'm going to bartend the March Boom show. Ugh. Can't wait to see that. But I can still have decisions regarding wrestlers in the ring. And let me tell you this. If Cat Power continues to show up for Boom Pro Wrestling shows and assault me and assault my wrestlers, there will be consequences. Plain and simple. Because if you were to assault me the way that Cat Power has in the wrestling ring on the street, you'd be arrested. Plain and simple. I mean, I think that's goes for all of wrestling. And anything, yeah, but you can't drop a DDT on some Joe Schmo on the street. I've okay. never watched any wrestling. Okay, I okay. don't know okay. what you're talking. About. Okay, all okay. right, no, that's fair. That makes a lot of sense. Well, yeah, and that uh, yeah, wrap up another really really fun show. And you mentioned March 25th, where uh, Kyle will be uh, bartending. This is East Van Equinox, where. There's a lot of uh, unfinished business uh, to be uh, addressed here, including uh, the tail on a pole match with our big cat, mm. Scott Henson, who had his tail removed on that uh, aforementioned December 31st show by the, the Entourage taking on Malik Mello. Um, that's uh, co-meaning with our with our main event, uh, or other main event, uh, with uh, Ravenous one, uh, Randy Myers, our uh, Vancouver City champion, taking on... Uh, Sharif Morrow. Um, lots of great stuff happening there. Um, I'd tell you to to go out and get tickets, but good God, two days after we went on sale to the public, uh, we sold out. So things yeah. are looking uh, awesome. That's a really great experience. Thank you to the Boomiverse, man, for, mm -hmm. for making this thing grow and grow and grow. Yes, Kyle? I think it's absolutely disgusting that when people saw I was being forced against my will to bartend the March show, they decided to sell it out. Mm -hmm. I yeah. think that was it. That yeah, you you're the you're the, the needle mover. Point. You're the sure. needle mover. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna do flare. No, but you could if if for the right. Sure, price. I could. Yeah, sure, I could. No, it's a, yeah. Yeah, that seems like something you would have like studied extensively at the. I've been to a Jack Astor's before. Yeah. Oh, that I thought you were talking about Ric Flair. I was very confused. No, no, no. <laughs> you could you're, do Ric Flair. Yeah. yeah. I remember in Kitsilana, you used to see people just practicing flair bartending with their shirts off at a beach there. It seems like something Kyle would do. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Yeah, uh, it's really got to brush up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, March 25th. Uh, this was another great show. Kyle, thank you for joining us. We're, we're happy. Yeah. That, do you uh, mean that? Because I had to well, come in. I mean, I'd be in a little well, less uh, happy spirits if, uh, you know, if things hadn't played out the way they did on, uh, yeah. on the 18th. But uh, I'm happy that we got to see some of your true colors on this episode. You were uh, both so lucky that you signed 10-year non-compete contracts mm -hmm. and I yeah. can't touch you. You were mm -hmm. so lucky. Yeah. That is true. I don't know why an independent wrestling company in Vancouver would sign 
podcasters and ring announcers to a 10-year contract okay. with a guaranteed uh, bonus. It's yeah. just don't even know what it's tied to. Yeah, what is the bonus? I don't know either, but we've been getting them. So How many times Travis is sharing a podcast? There he, he just got paid. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You can't tell because he leans away from the mic. But... Yeah, yeah. You can never tell. You never hear it. Nope. No. Nope. I'm always on the job. Uh, just like our friends. Uh, uh, Marta, thank you again. Uh, this is always fun. Um, looking forward to seeing you at the next show. Uh, Kyle, as we said, we're looking forward to seeing you in your new position. Yeah. <laughs> you want to take us out of here? Who, me? No, Marta. Yeah. Oh, me. <laughs> I mean, I, Kyle. I don't I, know. I, what I, you two do? Plug your OnlyFans? I'm not sure. Hey. Oh, okay. That's a whole other, uh, that's a whole other pod. Yeah, that's our, That's another other business. I'll throw it out if you want. Thank you for joining us here on Boomtown, the Boom Pro Wrestling Podcast. Thank you to Kyle Fines for existing, I guess. Um, we cannot wait to see everyone on March 25th. Uh, hey, if you listen to the show, tell us. Send us a tweet. Yeah. Say hi at shows. We're yeah. nice people. Tell your friend. You, know? we got you don't know what I look like because I don't have any photos. You know what Travis looks like, though. He'll point me out. <laughs> um, yeah, come say hey. Yeah. Come say, hey, we're nice people, and uh, we'll see you next month. Adios. The end. Screw cap power. Screw cap power.